This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Cool Zuber with his co-host, Happy. Yes, this is your daily financial news for Friday. Friday, September 17th, I think. Yeah, September 7th. I have no idea what it is sometimes, but oh well. So a couple of quick announcements. Normally on Saturdays, uh, I do a live Q&A at 8 a.m. I will not be doing one this weekend. I'm actually flying off to do something kind of kind of interesting on Saturday. Uh, if it turns out as I expect, I will uh, share it with you Sunday morning. Uh, in addition to that, because I will be on an airplane, which if you know this channel, I hate flying, so you know it's got to be special. I also will not be hosting my Saturday live Q&A uh, with our private Facebook group. So again, no live Q&As tomorrow. Uh, I will be taking a trip to Southern California down and back as I am uh, I'm doing something I think is going to be pretty cool, uh, but I will tell you more about it on Sunday because it could, it could frankly flop and I'll tell you about it Sunday anyway, but let's get to it and see what happens. So again, no live Q&A tomorrow and no live private uh, Facebook group tomorrow. Let's make sure the sound is on. It sounds kind of weird in my headphones. Here we go. There we go. Okay. All right, so as we get started with the daily financial news, I got to tell you, what a good day yesterday was. Look at all these. Look at all these. We have so many people completing transactions yesterday. They just kept coming in, so we are going to congratulate lots of people. So first off, Eric, congratulations for doing the work, getting your deal. Tyler, for doing the work, getting your deal. Ed, congratulations for doing the work, getting your deal. Nathan, Nathan, I think this is your third card, buddy. Congratulations for doing the work. Jackie, you closed three deals yesterday, three duplexes. I would love to hear the story someday. So Jackie, Jackie, and Jackie, congratulations on your three deals, getting those three duplexes. And not to be outdone, Cody, congratulations for getting your deals, folks. I didn't actually count. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven. That's eight transactions, folks, in the one rental at a time community got done yesterday. I am so proud of you. I am so, I get so jazzed seeing the notes of you um, getting the deals done. That's what my positive impact score that I talk about every Sunday is. Um, I'm closing a transaction today, maybe Monday. I got to wire some extra money so it might slip till Monday. But, um, I get more of a kick out of getting these deals done. I already have mine, right? Get a couple more, doesn't move the needle. But knowing that the daily work on this channel and that you're doing the daily work is um, its really awesome. I got to tell you, it's pretty awesome. So uh, as we talk about the daily financial news, the third and final variable of the week we were talking about, remember we talked about CPI on Tuesday, uh, which came in, 
I don't know. They were trying to tell us it came in below expectation, but hogwash, it's over 5%. That's not good. Then what did we have? We had Thursday, I already forget. Oh, Thursday, retail sales. Retail sales actually surprised to the upside. And then this morning, consumer sentiment. Uh, consumer sentiment disappointed. It's not quite as bad as last month, but it certainly, certainly disappointed. So um, I think you got to remember consumer sentiment is like it's an opinion. Retail sales, which was the day before, are like actuals, right? Consumer sentiment's like, I'm having a bad day, don't like the news cycle, I'm grouchy, where retail sales is like, I bought a lot of stuff. So again, I trust retail sales because that's an actual. This consumer sentiment is interesting. It's an indicator. I watch it for the huge moves because again, what have I always told you for years on this channel? I'm trying to figure out what the consumer is doing. Are they scared or are they greedy? And right now, it's kind of hard to tell. So uh, it is going to be interesting. Uh, do yourself a favor, folks. If you're not following John Burns uh, on Twitter, uh, that's the only place I see them. I'm not sure. They may be elsewhere. But you really should follow them. They put out great housing tweets. Again, I think it's John Burns Real Estate Consulting. Uh, it looks like uh, the tweet that I read yesterday, Midwest Home Builders. Midwest home builders, 28% of home builders in the Midwest had a price drop in uh, the last month, in the last 30 days. California and Florida, zero. So you're starting to see the country behave differently, which again was, was not the case during uh, the pandemic or the health crisis, right? Everybody was hot, everything was selling, crazy. Again, 28% of Midwest builders had a price drop. Now it could have just been a thousand bucks, but a price drop nonetheless. California and Florida, zero. Again, just data to watch. I would, if you're on Twitter, I would definitely add John Burns Real Estate Consulting. I follow them and I look, I don't look at Twitter a lot, but certainly a couple times a week. Uh, I've seen some more articles about folks who have not been able to buy their first time home. Apparently half 50% of folks blame student debt, student loans. Uh, this is for uh, Gen X, my generation, millennials, my daughters, and even Gen Z. Uh, again, half the folks blame their student debt. I still go back to, we've got to change the whole mindset of everybody's got to go to college. I think that's one of the great changes or tweaks that will happen, specifically probably to the Gen Z generation as we get through it. But yeah, there's um, school teaches you to be an employee, and some of the degrees out there don't offer great prospects for income, or at least income above the average. So uh, I think really uh, junior college, which is again where I went for two years, and it was a saver because I had to pay for college, and yes, I had student debt as well. Uh, but yeah, it's we've got to we've got to think about education differently. Don't know if you've heard this, but General Motors or GM is extending their downtime at seven U.S. plants. Yes, folks, new cars, new trucks, new whatever, uh, going to remain a problem. Again, seven factories uh, are being, uh, the delay is being continued, all because of the chip shortage. U.S. Steel is actually looking to build a new steel mill. Uh, it's been a while since one of those has created. U.S. Steel has just approved 
uh, and they hope to have it up and running by 2024. Uh, so again, U.S. Steel is building a, a new plant uh, in the United States. Uh, a couple of uh, stock buybacks to talk about. We have Zoomies, uh, basically a streetwear company. Uh, again, a mall-based retailer. That's why I added this to the list because, again, it is um, the malls are doing better than expected, certainly when you look at retail sales. But anyways, Zoomies is buying $150 million in stock, or approved, I should say, approved, to buy back up to $150 million. And then Diamond Energy, man, woo! Diamond Energy, $2 billion stock buyback. That's no joke. Uh, so Diamond Energy. So we've been talking about Evergrande for a couple of days now. I talked about the China property market being the possible black swan four months ago. Uh, folks, you're welcome if you follow the channel. Uh, what, what concerns me about Evergrande is, frankly, the consumer psychology in China, right? If you don't know what's going on with Evergrande very quickly, they have $300 billion in U.S. denominated debt. Uh, they have seen continuous drop in property sales, which is hurting their cash flow. Uh, it looks like China government is really going after wealth. What happened here is China changed the rules and basically limited how much debt Evergrande could borrow. And thus they couldn't borrow. They were forced uh, to live off the sales of their properties and it's not going well. Uh, just to give you a size of how big Evergrande is, they have 1,300 1300 uh, real estate projects in 280 cities. Uh, their property management arm has 2,800 projects in 310 cities. Um, they have 200,000 employees, but indirectly, so 200,000 employees like you know on Evergrande paychecks, but indirectly, they employ 3.8 million people. So what we're going to see is, are we going to see bank? Are we going to see a company failure where there be a banking failure in China? One of the things you need to realize about the China China economy is a lot of the wealth, and I use asterisks on purpose, wealth that has been created in China over the last decade has been related to property. You think the U.S. had a big housing, you know, boom. China markets, a lot of people were lining up to buy one, two, three homes. And now what I fear is we may start to see ripple implications where property values get whacked. People suddenly aren't wealthy. And lo and behold, we see consumer behavior change. And I want to remind you, I think it was Monday. We talked about China's consumers spending disappointing went up to I think it was 2.7 but the expectation was 8.3 we might already be seeing the Chinese consumer get nervous again it's all about the consumer if they're not spending right they're conserving they're squirreling away uh, that can cause some pretty significant problems and again as you will see later today we have three interviews from your favorite three amigos we recorded them late yesterday so I'm posting them today uh, one of the discussions are about ripples from China. Uh, and we saw some very interesting behavior in the gold and silver market. Got hit pretty hard yesterday. Uh, we were wondering if maybe uh, they are raising cash by selling uh, silver and gold, right? They need U.S. dollars. Are they selling other commodities? What is happening? This will have implications. 
uh, in the U.S. Uh, economy. But, you know, it's, it's to be seen. Is it, you know, it, do we get a cough? Is it the flu? You know, what is going on? The other thing is the dollar could strengthen because, again, clearly wealth is going to try, try to get out of China. They're already clamping down on innovation, which you'll see in a later video, I think hurts them in a decade. Uh, it is going to be interesting. Uh, looks like uh, President Biden is trying to negotiate with his own party. Apparently, there's a couple of senators who are uh, kind of not not up for signing for $3.5 trillion, and they have told him so. Apparently, he's taking a new stance. He is trying to embarrass these individuals, uh, basically saying, you either spend $3.5 trillion or you're not for the middle class. That's an interesting take. That's an interesting stance. I think it is completely hogwash. I think these senators are looking at another $3.5 trillion in a 5% inflation environment going, God, when is enough enough? Uh, we should really, we should really at least take a pause. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's not cool. I think this is, um, it's a, it's, it's just not true. I think the middle class and the, the, uh, uh, you know, the middle class and below actually get hurt by inflation. Yes, your wages may go up. It may feel better for the moment. But when milk doubles, and gas goes up 50% in vegetables, and you are left with less things in your refrigerator and cupboards, how does that feel? So in the end, I want to make some predictions that I think I feel pretty good about. I think we are going to see wage growth for the next several years that exceeds 5%. If you want to know why that's important, go back to my 50-year spreadsheet and you can look at what happens when wage growth is north of 5% for year on year. The data is there. If you don't have it yet, congratulations. I have put it in the free course. Uh, you can download it. There's a video. There's actually two versions of the 50-year spreadsheet. One, which is the one I use, and then there's the second one is S&P or stocks and in CPI, inflation was added because all of you asked for it. I got to tell you, that spreadsheet got a, got a little noisy for me, but you all asked for it, so I created it, and the data is there for free. It's also, if you are a paid member of my course, it's in the bonus section of that as well. I want to make sure everybody has that. So again, I think wage inflation goes up 5% for several years. Uh, I do think we have continued employment churn. So what is that? That basically people get hired, they, you know, they, and then they voluntarily quit. It is a huge expense for employers, but I do think the employee will have the power for the next several years. So good on them. Go get yours. It's how the system works. Then I think what you will see by 2024, 2025 is the downside of higher wages an expensive employee churn. You are going to see companies increasingly um, automate and outsource. We are going to start to see companies go, hey, I don't need a US-based attorney. For example, I'll hire one in Costa Rica or other English-speaking country. Uh, we are going to see automation and outsourcing become a competitive advantage because they will be able to lower cost they will be the low-cost provider, and consumers will go there. 
If you are only going to be using U.S.-based employees in two or three years, your cost is going to be exorbitant, and you will be um, you could suffer losses because there will be companies that outsource and automate. So uh, this is going to be a very interesting decade. And again, wage inflation is number one. That is where it starts. If you're in the real estate market, you kind of like what happens when wages go up because wages go up, real estate follows. Uh, and I do think we are going to have low rates for the next couple of years as well. So again, have a wonderful day. We got several discussions and uh, then I need to run off and wire some extra money to close on my duplex. Take care, everyone. Bye.